go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. 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 This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward, ho. BTG, my brother, you already know who this is. You already know. Dino Red and the Shiznit Show. Man, first of all, I have to start off with an apology. I am so sorry it has taken me this long to give you some feedback when you've been such a strong supporter of my show and riding with me. I have no excuse, man. I did give you... Uh, the, the iTunes rating a long time ago. So there's that, right? And I've been downloading and listening. I just haven't been able to feedback because, well, you know how it is, right? But right here, right now, I will take a little time out to take my props and my credit because I feel like when you used to give feedback to my show, that was like your first foray into podcasting. You know, your feedback was so fucking long that it was like a mini cast. It was a mini podcast. And those were your first shows. The feedback on the Shiznit show. I can play that shit back. It's long. Long as fuck. <laughs> uh, but I love you, brother. Keep on putting out that good shit. Keep on the grind. And you got that ass tapped in uh, fantasy basketball. I don't even know if you're going to be able to come back because we have a rule that when you don't play your team, you don't get to come back and you quit playing your team like early. But anyway, brother, stay up. Yo, 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 what up, y'all? It's your boy, BTG, BTG for president. Uh, I got two topics to talk about tonight. Uh, well, I just told y'all it was tonight. You know, I don't know why I said that. Anyhow, tonight I'm going to uh, talk about two topics that's um, very dear to my heart. It's very dear to my heart. I'm going to get a little intimate, get a little personal. Uh, one is personal time. And I got a few episodes that I'm going to share. This this is a I'm going to create a personal time journey. So I might you know I might uh, call up a few podcast family members to um, break down their personal experiences with personal time in their marriage slash or or and or relationship. And then I got to share my experience with my lifelong experience with. Sleep paralysis. <laughs> now, uh, if you don't know what sleep paralysis is, um, I didn't write down a medical term. I've been doing research on this for a few years. Um, my wife as well is crazy. So uh, the the history between me and sleep paralysis has been has been dated back since about. I want to say about fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade when I started noticing it. And, you know, I was young then, so I didn't really I didn't really know the term for it, the medical term for it or anything like that. I assumed that it has something to do with Freddy Krueger. No lie. You can laugh if you want to. Um, and then um, I it used to it used to bother me a lot because I I. I when I felt it coming on, like at first, I didn't know what it was. So the first couple of times that it happened, it kind of freaked me out because I didn't know necessarily what to do. 
until uh, one time I kicked out of it and I figured that's what I was supposed to do. But it freaked me out and I was nervous or whatever, because one of the things that one of the things that uh, people complain about is the basically the hallucination part. So this is basically what it is. I'm not talking about the myth. There's a myth out there. It's online and stuff like that, that it's a demon that sits on your chest and shit like that. No, no, I'm not talking about that. But me being the creative weirdo that I am, uh, I've seen all kind of shit. Like, till this day, I can remember things that... Uh, I can't tell you exactly what, you know, what day it happened on and what year or whatever, how old I was at the time. But some of these images that I created in my head at that time stuck with me. So the thing is, the one, the creepy thing about sleep paralysis with me, I can't, I can't speak on everybody else, but with me is, um, I could watch a movie or I could look at a, you know, I could look at, look down the hallway or look at the bathroom from my room or something like that. And that last image, it could be in the daytime or the light can be on. The next thing you know, uh, that image will pop back into my head and it'll be just like dark, gloomy, like very cold and you know, gray and, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I've also seen the outline of, uh, random images and shit like that. Not sure what it was. Uh, you know, just some eerie shit, you know, standing in the doorway and stuff like that. I don't know what it is, but again, that's just, that's just my personal experience with it. Also, you'll hear some of this, like, uh, um, You'll hear certain noises or whatever, and and some of the noises that I've experienced was like, um, uh, like wind blowing and shit like that. Um, like it, it, it's some weird shit, weird shit, weird shit. So, um, like I said, it goes back to like the eighth. I mean, not the eighth, the fourth, fifth grade, and um. And yeah, man, the, the thing is, you would have to just keep moving and keep moving, kicking out of it. And I I asked my wife, uh, <laughs> I asked my wife one time in bed, I said, I said, you know, if if um, if you could pay attention to me while I'm asleep, um, you know, see if I see if I'm, I'm actually making noise. Because in my head, when I'm trying to kick out of it and I know I know when I'm in bed with my wife. I'm making, I'm making noise like, help me, help me. But, you know, my mouth is closed. I'm not talking or anything like that. So I'm not sure if I'm trying to say something and I'm struggling or if the shit is all in, all in my head or whatever. Um, you know, my friends have, you know, laughed and, and joked about it and shit like that. I, the shit didn't kick in everywhere. Like, I used to go to the homie house or whatever and, you know what I'm saying? We'll be watching, you know, basketball or whatever. I'll fall asleep on the floor or whatever. And that shit will kick in and I'm like yelling and shit like that. And that nigga don't know what's going on. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a cold thing. I'm not sure. I, I haven't talked to too many people that has dealt with sleep. Uh, paralysis. I've even talked to, well, they didn't too much help, but, you know, when I went to go get physicals and stuff like that, a few of the doctors, uh, one of them said they have heard of it. 
but they haven't heard like a lot of cases of it. One of the doctors uh, didn't know what the hell was going on, so she was no help. But it was definitely, uh, you know, I still go through, I, I still go through it. As a matter of fact, like, you know, I just had a, you know, I just had a sleep paralysis session uh, take place about 20 minutes ago. And that shit was deep or whatever. I was watching some weird ass, um, suspense slash thriller, uh, movie on Netflix. Um, and it was, it was, it, I guess it was kind of solid. It was kind of, it was dry, but you know, I, I needed something to watch. And, um, I just remember I was, you know, I was mad sleepy, just crazy sleepy, right? And I kept going in and out of sleep, kept going in and out of sleep during the movie, missing all the good shit. So every time I wake up, it would be on a part that I just wouldn't understand because I missed some shit. And then uh, next thing you know, I woke up towards the end of the movie and um, I fell asleep again and I I want to say, and this is the crazy part, I want to say uh, I woke up and seen the credits, right? Which I did, but I fell asleep and it kicked in and I could just hear the music and the music just kept playing, just kept playing, kept playing. And... I'm, and this shit set in like deep. Like I'm seriously trying to get out of this shit. Like I was really fighting it, trying to wake up, trying to get up and things like that. So I finally did it and the goddamn uh, credit music was still on. So that's the crazy part. I'm not sure how long I was in that shit. Uh, but anyhow, I kicked out of it. Uh, the, the credits and the music was going and, and then, um, that shit kind of like freaked me out because I, I I was in the dark, like I'm at work. So I'm in the dark and I'm like, yo, that shit kind of freaked me out. So what I did was anytime I get freaked out by something, I instantly like go to cartoons or like some, you know, some random shit that has nothing to do with horror or anything that's going to frighten me. So I had put it on that, uh, that rapture shit about, you know, them interviews with the rappers and stuff like that. And the first episode was Logic. And <laughs> and so in the beginning, uh, Logic is talking. I swear to God, the the music from that movie that I was watching was playing in the background while this nigga was talking. Now, I get it. I'm, I could be just, I'm tripping. I know I'm tripping. I'm, I'm, I admit, I be tripping sometimes. Or whatever, but I swear the music that was playing by playing in the background while that nigga was talking in the beginning of that goddamn interview was the same music that was playing uh, at the end of that movie during the credits. I swear to God, it was. So that kind of freaked me out, or whatever. But um, yeah, man, that shit. I, I just had, a, and I I can't tell you um, prior to this one. I can't tell you the, the last time I had. I actually had one, but um, to give you an example on how that shit feels if you never had one before, it's kind of like it's kind of like it, like when you're real sleepy or whatever. Just just imagine yourself being real sleepy, and then um, you actually fall asleep. But right before, right before you close your eyes, like right before you give in to sleep, like have you ever felt so sleepy? And sometimes you're you're in a place where you're not allowed to fall asleep and you kind of like wake yourself up. OK, so just the part where you're about to wake yourself up, you just you just have this um, 
just overpowering, like, like it feels like you just like you're falling asleep, but then just before you fall asleep, so like your whole body just shuts down, and you could feel it though. That's the thing. You like you could feel the whole thing like about to shut down, and the cold part about it is you could stop it. You could prevent it. And you could wake up and you could snap out of it. Yet you'll still be sleepy. So right before I fall asleep, I could just feel everything literally shutting down. Uh, I'm not saying that everything in my body stops working. No, <laughs> not like that. But it's like it, it, it feels like everything up top just shuts off, even though the sleep paralysis, the cold part about it is your your muscles and everything is relaxed, but your brain is still going. So I'm assuming the, the brain sends a message. The brain sends a message. um to your body to just shut down, but the shit is still out there, you know, in the streets or whatever. So that's what it is. And I feel it coming down. I feel it. I feel it. And sometimes I ain't gonna lie. I let it happen. I let it happen because it sometimes it just won't go away. I'm not sure what it is. I'm gonna do some more research. I've been, re I've been researching this shit with my wife, like for years or whatever. And I've just seen different answers. I just, I mean, I mean, I can't, I can't really say which one I roll with. I'm just, I just keep getting different answers or whatever. I really do need to go to the goddamn doctor and talk about this shit. Uh, like I said, uh, I, online, I've seen people talk about it, but other than that, I've never met anybody in person that has dealt with it. Motherfuckers be looking at me like I'm crazy. Like I'm not lying. This shit is crazy. I don't want it. This is some weird shit. So for y'all out there that not familiar, look up sleep paralysis or whatever, and then get back at me. And don't and don't fall for that uh, uh, demon shit. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not believing in in that or whatever. It's a it's a cute Netflix story or whatever. But no, nah, I don't believe in uh, demons and shit sitting on my chest and stuff like that. And plus, I don't have a hard time breathing. While I'm, while I'm, you know, going through the episode, it's just, it's hard for me to, like, shake out of it. Like, you literally got to keep moving your body and kicking. When I was younger, I used to just kick my feet. I used to keep keep kicking my feet till I can get out of it. Now I move everything. And this is the thing, though. I swear. I, I mean, I got to ask my wife, you know, next time we in bed and I feel like it's coming on or if she can't sleep or something like that, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I got to ask her to record me or something like that. But it literally feels like I'm moving my body uh, trying to wake up. That's how it feels to me. So but I can't tell you what's really going on because I can't I can't look at myself. Uh, so sleep paralysis, y'all sleep paralysis in Baylor. That shit is crazy. Uh, let's move on to the next topic, which is personal time. Now, look, man, I appreciate all the personal time that I could get. When you sign up to be married, a lot of your personal time is out the door, especially if you got kids. You know what I'm saying? 365, you probably get about, and this is no lie, if you got active kids, they in sports or any activities outside of the house, uh, they just pure active kids. Um, and then, you know, y'all got, y'all do the whole family thing where y'all go to the movies or, you know, do shit like you do white picket fence shit, right? With the family. Um, 
you're going to get maybe a week or two worth of personal personal uh, time a year. That ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like as men, we need to step it up because we allow our wives, we have to. We gotta. We have to allow our wives to have their personal time. You know, and I'm not talking about, you know, you know, that time in a month or shit like that. I'm talking about real life. You know, they go out with the they go out with the girls like my wife, her ass travel. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about her ass super travel. I think it was last year she went to Miami. She went to a gang of fucking places or whatever. But I, I, I know, you know, one of the main places that she went to with the with the ladies, it was just a ladies uh, oh, she went to she went to Vegas without me. Like we rarely we don't go to Vegas without each other. But last year she went to Vegas without me for uh, for a birthday, not her birthday, but for someone else's birthday. She went to the strip club. I was low key jealous and mad about that because uh, I think they went to the Mayweather one. And then I'm gonna ask her, and if she did, then I'm just gonna get an attitude all over again. Uh, they went to Miami again. Um, and I forgot where else, uh, we travel a lot. I mean, probably not by plane as much, but we do travel a lot. Um, Vegas, San Diego, you know, the nearby places and stuff like that. Um, every two years, you know, you know, we have the family on my side, uh, we'll be making it this year and it's in Memphis. I'm so Mad upset about that. Um, I was supposed to go to Vegas next week for the Popalooza, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to Miss Derby in Louisville. We were supposed to do that this year. Won't be doing that. Um, just a lot of shit. But anyhow, those are all activities together. With me uh, and my fellas, see me and my homies, we grew up, you know, like, you know, one, you know, the group chat is lit. It's locked and it's lit, you know. And that group chat has a lot of history, you know. We and that particular group in general has been through a lot. I'm talking about a lot of deaths, close family and friends death. We grown up with each other. My boy Dabo, I've been knowing him since the seventh grade. Everybody else, you know, seventh, ninth grade, eleventh grade. Everybody is high school. Maybe except for my boy T.O., which was a year, maybe a year or two after um high school. And he went to a different high school. Um, but we're all close. We're like brothers actually. And we talk literally every day in a group chat. Literally, it's not a day. And we created that group chat maybe about three or four years ago. And we haven't missed a day. We haven't missed a day. Um, yeah, so we talk every day. Everybody, you know, most of most of my friends is in L.A. And then my boy Will is in uh, Vegas. But we talk every day. And we try to, like, we used to do... Um, as far as like the the you know the married couples, not even just the married couples, a lot of people outside of it will call it a married couples event. It wasn't necessarily a married couples event. It's just that half of the homies is married. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but we used to rent out we used to rent out houses um, and you know and, and party. 
You know what I'm saying? Had a pool. And we usually do it. We usually tried to, one, one was by mistake, but after that, we just tried to keep the tradition going. But you, we usually, usually rent a house out around, uh, a Mayweather fight. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, and that's what we would, you know, we would try to, um, whether it was a birthday or we tried to keep it up. You know, just try to keep the tradition up. So we'll go find us, we'll go find us a house that had, you know, 10, 12 plus rooms or something like that. I think one of the joints we had found had like a gang of rooms. I forgot how many, but it was a lot. Um, you know, so we did Vegas, we did Palm Springs, we did Vegas again, and we just try to find these huge houses. Um, so everybody can just chill for the weekend and everybody bring they, they, you know, they, they, uh, they spouse, the girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And we just party it up, you know, swimming pool, uh, liquor, you know, if it's in Vegas, we making runs to the, uh, to the casinos to put some bets in and things like that. Uh, and you know, it, it was fun, but that was a group thing. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't necessarily our personal time. Now with the fellas, you know what I'm saying? We grew up playing sports. So we tried to do things around that. So college football weekend, that's mandatory. You know what I'm saying? And we'll, we'll probably leave out there probably like on a Thursday or a Friday to get to Vegas. And we stay out there until Sunday. And the opening college football weekend, we just, you know, we go to a, you know, we'll go to a casino, go put in some tickets, and then go back home. And this is the crazy thing. It's a tra- it's a tradition. So what we'll do is we'll go to a casino, go put in a couple of uh, tickets or whatever for the first wave of the games. And then uh, whether our tickets is looking good or not, we always go back for the second wave of the games uh, and put in some more tickets. And we will go back uh, to the crib take a nap, watch a couple of games, or we might, you know, stay at the casino, watch a couple of games. Like, that's what we do, man. We have big fun or whatever, chilling. Last year, we experienced history where UNLV played Howard University, and Howard actually beat them, and we attended that game, and the odds for that was crazy. I don't even feel like going through that because Someone told me to put money on Howard, and we didn't, and we could have came out with a lot of fucking money. Anyhow, we didn't do it. But we experienced that history, and that shit was crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's every year. Then uh, last year, I took my son for the first time to um, to the summer to the NBA Summer League. He got to meet um, an NBA player. He got an autographed ball. That was also a record-breaking weekend because that was the first time that the summer league has ever been sold out and he got to see Lonzo he got to see the young Lakers squad play he got to see a couple of other rookies play so that was dope but it was 115 fucking degrees out there I'm talking about at one two o'clock in the morning is 80 degrees I'm just warning y'all niggas, okay? I'm just warning y'all anytime y'all want to go to Vegas in the summertime you need to chill out you need to relax um Again, so that's that's two events that's for us. Although, you know, the family can go to that. I, like I said, I took my son to that. But really, our only true event was college football weekend where we never said the wives couldn't come or whatever. 
Well, we know that they're not going to kick it with us like that. They've tried to kick it with us before on my wife's birthday when we went to the, uh, for my wife's birthday, one of my wife's birthday, we took her to a strip club and they tried to big time kick it with us. Big time kick it with us, right? And there's a, there's a picture and I, and it's on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, I posted it a couple of times, you know, throwback Thursday type of joints or whatever. And there's this famous picture and I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it mounted on the wall, framed and everything of you can see a few of the fellas and then you can just see all three of the wives heads laying on the table, knocked out sleep. I remember that. I remember that day because it was probably about four or five o'clock in the morning because after we finished eating, I ended up taking them back home. While everybody else, like all the rest of the fellas, stayed back at the casino, was gambling and, st- and stuff like that, and I was the driver that drove them niggas home, and it was like six o'clock in the morning. That shit was wild. It was crazy. Uh, them strippers was cold though. Um, so again, we need more personal time. I love my personal time because, like, low key, I'm an introvert. I have my introvert like moments where I just want to be by myself. You know, me and my wife, we'll watch certain shows together, um, some certain movies together, but my wife, she doesn't, my wife doesn't care for some of the movies, <laughs> the genres and shit that I like. So she's not going to watch a scary movie. She doesn't like, she doesn't like gun violence and, and things like that. Uh, she doesn't really like the drama movies either because it gives her, you know, panic attacks, anxiety. Uh, she got PTSD of just being born and raised in California, being around gang violence and shit like that. And it seriously bothers her. So, you know, when I watch movies, the shoot 'em up, bang, bang movies, she's not here for it. You know, the I watch my little horror flicks and shit like I've been trying to get her to watch it for the longest. The crazy thing about my wife on the side note is she'll sit up there without not anymore. As she's gotten older, like that shit just got more and more disgusting to her. So she was a huge Saw fan, Jigsaw. She loved that little nigga in, in, in those movies for some apparent reason. I thought it was weird. Uh, but she doesn't she doesn't like it anymore. It's too graphic, too much for her. I don't blame her because I saw some of the last one and I'm like, I can't, you know, when you get older, you just start caring about shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do this shit no more. Uh, cause you know, Saw, it does the extras with it. It does the extras. Um, but yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't do shit like that. She doesn't do movies like that, but I do. I love them. I love everything about it. And so I got to watch my shit separate. You know, even even certain TV shows, I just got to watch it, uh, you know, I got to watch it separate. You know, the RTV shows that we do watch together, uh, This Is Us, we stay watching reruns of Martin, the Waynes Brothers, and Jamie Foxx. Uh, shout out to MBT, uh, MTV for doing that. Uh, we stay watching that. But other than that, man, it, it, you know, we got to pick and choose on what we we used to watch The Walking Dead, but that shit died out and she don't really care for it. I think she started to leave it alone once Glenn got his shit bust open. She was like, I can't do this. She died with The Walking Dead when Glenn died. I promise you that. But, you know, anyhow, um, we we just like separate shit. You know what I'm saying? And... I I gotta I gotta realize that I can't I can't force her to like the stuff that I like, but at the same time I need my time to enjoy the shit that I like. 
So, and the reason why all this has come up is because recently we uh, we looked, we found a car. You know, uh, we just got a we we got a new vehicle added to the family, right? And um, it was just that time. You know, I had the Camry. The Camry was just the most reliable family mobile. She got the Prius looking all cute, saving gas and shit like that. And, you know, even with two kids, we're like, yo, this shit is not, you know, this Prius is not going to do it. You know, because our Prius was kind of like the the family sports mobile. And even, when you know, with two kids, you wouldn't think that's, you know, with a two-year-old and a 12-year-old, you wouldn't think that you need that much. But these motherfuckers be having all kind of shit up in the car. So we was like, we got to get a bigger car. She, we eventually got an SUV. We got a Jeep. And, but let me tell you, let me tell you, my wife approached me about two weeks ago and she said, she basically said, um, you know, we got some, we got something to do on the weekend, you know? And I'm like, but she asked me, she said, do you want to go, do you want to go to the zoo? Uh, and then there was something else that she wanted me to go to. But she asked me, and I said, absolutely not. I just kept it real. I said, I don't want to go. I want to stay at home or whatever. I knew nobody would be there, and I wanted to take advantage of that. Friday rolls around like that week, leading leading to that weekend, I'm amped. I'm talking about I'm amped like, yo, it's getting Monday come, Tuesday come, Wednesday. Once it hit Wednesday, you know it's real, you know, and I work every other day. So Thursday come, I'm off. I'm super excited because Friday's about to be here. I'm going to knock that shit out, get home. I had it all planned out. I'm going to get home in the morning. We're going to go and get the, uh, go and find a car. Now, this is the, this was the frustrating part. That two, uh, two weeks, especially that last week, we could not find a fucking vehicle. We kept looking. We kept looking because we was looking for my wife. You know, she got a certain taste. Me, I got a certain taste as well, but I wasn't really tripping off of what we really got as long as we got a good deal. I found a gang of, you know, we were looking at SUVs from everywhere. She didn't want nothing American. It went from not wanting nothing, uh, nothing American. We were looking at the luxury vehicles. I said, I'm not doing, I'm not doing BMWs because it costs too much. She wanted the Mercedes Benz. That's what she wanted the most. And the Jeep would have been the second option. She saw Infinities, all kind of shit. I'm talking about we looked at a million cars, literally. Literally looked at a million cars from CarMax. We had our bank call. We had personal people. With inside the bank, uh, private dealerships calling us, searching for like they was going on a hunt, searching for all these vehicles for a whole week and a half. And we absolutely had nothing. We literally found a great deal in the last second. And I'm going to tell you why. Going into Saturday morning, I get off. I usually get home about nine o'clock a.m. OK, I knew they had to be somewhere and I thought they was going to be there all day. So the so the plan was to go out and go find go get go find a vehicle. At this point we was like, if we can't find an SUV, we're just gonna get a bigger car or whatever. So um we look we went to a Lexus dealership, we went to a Benz dealership, we went to CarMax, the whole nine couldn't find shit that was like right up our alley. 
You know what I'm saying? Price uh, price range and uh, and mileage. You know, and and you know what we're gonna pay monthly. So she, you know, she mentioned that uh, she sung something so beautiful into our ears uh, when we were just about to get up, give up. She said, "Y'all want to get something to eat? You tell me that." And I'm like, yes. All right. So we literally was driving past a couple of dealerships. We drove into one and she was like, um, she was like, I'm going to go check out this last one. I seen this Jeep. I'm going to go check it out. She she parked it. I got in the driver's seat. She went off and she was going for like a solid five, 10 minutes. And I'm like, what the hell? I didn't know she had crossed the street and everything. She on a prowl. And she came back. She said, I found something. She went on, not not even a test. She went on a test drive or whatever, like a mini, like a small test drive or whatever. Matter of fact, I don't even think she drove it. I think the guy that works there was driving and was showing her how it, you know, rolls and shit like that. They pull up and I'm like, you found something. And she said, yes, I like it. So I took it for a test drive. I liked it or whatever. And we picked it at the last second. Mind you, this is, this is like one, it's like one in the afternoon. I got home a little after nine. I had planned on having the house all to myself all day. I didn't plan on seeing them. Now, this is the thing. I'm thinking that I'm going to have a house from at least 10 a.m. to at least 10 p.m., right? So they don't actually leave. We actually, you know, we we get the we get the Jeep. Now we got to do all the paperwork. That fuck shit take a long time. We got to go to the dealership, fill out some paperwork. Then we got to go to the uh then we got to go back to the bank and go pick up the check. We go to the bank. Luckily the the bank is not that far away. We come back, you know what I'm saying? Then she was like, she was like, "I'll just drop y'all off or you can just drop me off at the dealership cuz I'll drive the truck back and y'all can go home." I was like, "Bet." Ow. Dropped her off at the dealership. I went home with the kids or whatever and I'm like, I'm setting up my podcast equipment cuz I'm like, "Yo, this is all I want to do is watch playoff basketball." Record a couple of podcasts and just chill like half naked, not even fully naked or whatever, just half naked. Probably wear some basketball shorts with no drawers on or whatever, no socks, no shirt, flip flops, because I don't like walking around barefooted, but flip flops, basketball shorts, no drawers, no shirt. Let's get it in. Playoff games is already on. I'm eating. You know what I'm saying? Set up my podcast uh, equipment. I'm ready to go, but I'm not going to start anything until they leave. So she pull up in the Jeep. You know what I'm saying? Pull up to my bumper, baby. I put it in the car seat. The kids get in there. I send them off. They are they out of there. Bam, two, three o'clock hit. I'm calling up everybody trying to get my personal space on. Like, um, you know, I'm, you know, setting on my podcast stuff. And so I had a window of between like 3 p.m. And they actually came back late. But my mother-in-law got off work and got home and came home a little bit, probably around 8.30. And uh, 8.39 o'clock, somewhere around there, which means I only had about five hours, you know, five, maybe five and a half. That I wasn't really, I was expecting more time. I was selfish. I wanted my personal time 
because you don't get much of that. I don't get much of that. I I I, I honestly don't get much of it, uh, especially um, during the weekday. I'm either working or I'm with the kids, and then the weekend is all family. So it's not like I I cannot go into another room. Okay, unless the whole family decides they want to take a nap, then I can go downstairs. Unless they're taking a nap downstairs, then I can go upstairs. But it's still not the same. You don't understand as a man, whether you married or not, or if you're just in a relationship, having a goddamn house all to your goddamn self with nobody there doing whatever you want to do. Bro, it's the best feeling in the world. You get to watch what you want to watch. You get to listen to what you want to listen to. You get, I mean, I get to eat what I want to eat, you know, regardless, but you ain't got to, ain't nobody asking you for something. Ain't nobody saying, oh, you didn't cook me nothing or anything like that. No, you have your own personal goddamn time and space. So what I did was I actually got to record you know, a, a couple of times. And I went on this journey and I asked a couple of, you know, family, podcast family on how they deal with it. What would they do with it? There's a couple of solutions. We talked about some other general shit and things like that. But the, for the most part, we were just trying to figure out a solution on how do men get more personal time in relationships and or marriages? Because it's needed, man. It's needed. It, we actually need that a lot. If you don't have it, eventually you're going to go crazy. You're going to go crazy or you're just going to get an attitude. Sex is sex is always going to be number one or whatever, but you're still going to want that time alone. If you spanking off, that's cool. But I'm just saying, you're going to need that personal time to yourself to do whatever the hell you want to do. Like my, my wife asked me uh, before she left, she was like, so what you going to do all day? In my head, in my head, I didn't want to say it out loud because that had been rude. I'm like, whatever the fuck I want to do. And when she hear it is, I'm going to be smiling in her face because I didn't, you know, I, you know, you know, I don't mean like that. But yeah, I, whatever I want to do. And majority of the time is going to be absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is, y'all. If you're, if you're, uh, if you're a woman, or whatever, and you got your and you got your man, you got your husband, you need to go to him and you need to tell him, look him right in his face and say, you need more personal time. You need to do this, you need to do that without me, without us. You know, give him a weekend. Is that too much to ask for? You know, I mean, we can start off small, give him about two, three hours. You know, let them go out with the fellas or something like that and then let them graduate. Give them a whole weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause look, this is the, this is the truth. If a, if your girl come to you and be like, you know, her sister, or her cousin or her friend, her best friend is having a party or not even having a party, having a birthday and that shit is in Spain, you're going to be like, oh, okay. But if, if we say, look, we just, I'm about to go chill with the fellas around the corner for the Super Bowl, uh, He Man, He Man, uh, Women's Hater Club, then it's like, where? Who? Why? Shit like that. No, man, we need our personal space off top. Joe for GP. All right. All right. So, again, in the future, you'll hear a couple of episodes of me talking to my family, 
my podcast family, and we're trying to come up with some solutions. If y'all have any solutions on how we can get this going, any solutions on how we can get more personal time, please let me know. 909-536-2636. All right? Or wait, is it is it 536-3626 or 2636? It's one of those. It's one of those. If not, just hit me up and ask me for the number, and I'll look it up. It's your boy, BTG. BTG for president. Don't forget to vote for me.